The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome in to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. We're today on the podcast. Which Bronco will you miss the most on the field uh, for the Denver Broncos in 2020? Those who have departed in free agency will discuss that and what holes they may be leaving versus the free agents coming in and if those holes have been filled yet. Because in one case, you could actually argue that that hasn't been so, and that one may end up being the surprise most impressionable one. We'll also get into the most impactful uh, free agent signed by Denver so far. That all today on the podcast. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. Be sure to check out MyLifeSports.com and do me a favor. The new magazine, Mile High Sports Magazine, is out and you know that we've been supporting small businesses local businesses and the way to support mile high sports is through subscriptions of the magazine so go check it out milehighsports.com you can get this shipped anywhere right to your door it's a monthly magazine it is local here about colorado and denver sports of course it is a uh, great issue that just came out last week we've been talking about it on the radio show on the podcast and hopefully you go on over there and check it out and uh, subscribe uh, be a supporter of Mile High Sports it kind of helps us out you know how we've been talking about gift cards for different businesses well this is a great way uh, kind of like our gift card to support Mile High Sports if you like what we do support us through the magazine subscription go check it out at milehighsports.com let's start with the most impactful moves and off-season goals, if you will, of the Denver Broncos. ESPN's Bill Barnwell wrote a little list of the marquee signing, if you will. I'm going to read off what he had to say, and then we will react. Now, also on Twitter, I've also thrown out a poll question. Who is the one Bronco that you're going to miss the most? So be sure to go check that out on Twitter as well, too. We'll get to those voting numbers here in a second. Uh, Bill Barnwell's marquee signing is Melvin Gordon, Jarrell Casey. Those are the two he lists as the impactful ones. And in the offseason goals listed, says the Broncos took a defined approach with their two biggest acquisitions on defense, cornerback A.J. Boye and Jarrell Casey coming by trade, and then elected to use the bulk of their free agent dollars on offense. Gordon, Graham Glasgow, back of quarterback Jeff Driscoll, all signed more to your deals. Now, Glasgow's $44 million contract being the biggest investment, Glasgow figures to get the first look at right guard, but he could also start at center if it turns out to be a better option. A team could score, uh, excuse me, he says, overall a team that could score only 16 or fewer points in nine games last season want to surround quarterback Drew Locke with better personnel, but it still has work to do. The biggest question answered, ESPN's uh, Jeff Legwald, Leggy, of course, uh, Uh, Great local media here in Denver says that the Broncos need some additional pop on offense, including more speed at wide receiver. The Broncos are fortunate 
fortunate in that regard to be looking at a deep group of wide receivers on the draft board. They can easily find value in players who could potentially contribute as rookies at the position in every round on the board. The offensive line could still use some attention in the draft, including at left tackle, where it would be a surprise that the Broncos engage the fifth-year con- uh, fifth option on left tackle Garrett Bowles' contract. Inside linebacker could also get a look on the draft weekend. That, of course, from Jeff Legwald. So, marquee signing, big signing. I, I'm actually going to go against the grain for uh, these two answers. And and it's funny, actually, because this will translate directly to who I think they're going to miss the most. And, you know, I, 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 I think this is a Denver team that, you know, upgraded at cornerback. In regards to A.J. Boye, they upgraded on the defensive line, moving on from Derek Wolf and acquiring Jarrell Casey. I think Graham Glasgow is easily the most important signing moving forward as the offensive line protecting Drew Locke is going to be so critical. Now, and again, that, that's going to directly relate to my poll question on the field, which Broncos player will be missed the most. I think it's going to be Connor McGovern because I think if he's kept Connor McGovern, and I know it's just an offensive lineman, it's not the sexy pick. It's hard to see the value in offensive linemen. I'm telling you, if you had the opportunity to keep Connor McGovern and you keep Grand Glasgow at guard and then McGovern at center, I think that's I think you start to look at that along with uh, uh, Dalton Reisner as an incredibly solid front three uh, in the interior on the offensive line. Now, obviously, your tackles are always going to have question marks. That that was not going to be solved this year. We all knew that. But if you had the opportunity to get those three set up uh, as a strong foundation, uh, you know that that means the hope is that there's no major pass rush at least coming up the middle to uh, force the uncomfortable situation of a rookie quarterback or a young quarterback, uh, Drew Locke not technically a rookie anymore, to you know improvise and not be able to step up into throws and, and really stand tall in that pocket. And, and that may actually, to an extent, be maybe a good thing for the Denver Broncos because, of course, Drew Locke, a little bit of a playmaking-style quarterback, but certainly, look, uh, that interior line, had you had the opportunity to shore it up, I think would have been incredibly, incredibly valuable for Denver. That's not to say that the other positions are, uh, you know, by all means, you know, not important because, look, they're going to miss Chris Harris Jr., no doubt. Uh, the fact that A.J. Boye comes in just as a replacement is still a big deal because of the unknown of Bryce Callahan. You know, if you, if you knew what Bryce Callahan was, then I would I would tend to disagree. But you can't tell me that you know what Bryce Callahan is because he's never played in Denver. He's never played a snap. Uh, yes, he comes with a great reputation as a slot corner. Yes, he comes with a great reputation and, um, you know, feedback, I guess, is all we can go off of from head coach Vic Fangio. But that's exactly it. It's all words. And you know the famous saying, if you can talk the talk, well, that's great. But you got to walk the walk. And is Bryce Callahan going to be able to do that at a high level for the Denver Broncos as a CB2? Again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to emphasize that because... Previously, this was a guy who was a terrific slot option, but is that going to be him moving on next year? 
We don't know. Obviously, the draft could change that. Maybe a later signing. Prince of Mucamara is still out there and available. I think this is a Denver team that, you know, we're still a little uncertain at corner. But the A.J. Boye signing is a big deal because I, I think most people would agree that Chris Harris Jr. was on the decline for the career. It's not the exact numbers or play that he'd like. He said that himself at the end of the year. So the signing of A.J. Boye, a very terrific one. But Chris Harris Jr. Uh, being retained for particularly our poll question here on the field, you know, that's, that's, that's another corner being retained and I don't know if that's that second corner being retained has that value like an offensive lineman does in Connor McGovern because again you know if this team can score 20 22 24 points and all of a sudden this is a totally different looking team I mean this this is a team that is playoff bound easily and Connor McGovern would directly help towards that and, and that's why offensive line in general is going to be my position that I would choose as the one that they would miss the most now turning to our poll question again you you can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R O N N I E, the Lur K Radio on Twitter. The number one answer is a very clear one right now with 60% of the vote. That'd be Chris Harris Jr. as the player that Bronco fans will miss the most. Now, again, I, I emphasize on the poll on the field because I, I don't want the off field goodness, if you will, being the major swayer. Here, because you could argue that, look, off the field, all three are terrific. Derek Wolf, great off the field. Connor McGovern, terrific. But, but Chris Harris Jr. went above and beyond as such a great person in the community with what he did in different foundations, nonprofit events, particularly working with Mile High Sports. I mean, there you could really make uh, just so many great um yeah, I mean, we could talk for 10 minutes about how great Chris Harris Jr. really, really was in the community. But I want to keep this on the field for today as, uh, look, this is a Denver team that got better and worse depending on who they brought in. And, you know, uh, right now, trending at near 60%, Chris Harris Jr., many Bronco fans believe, is that guy. Now, number two answer right now is Connor McGovern, about 22% of the vote. So interesting to see fans uh, maybe in agreement with me with the offensive line. Derek Wolf not far behind with 19% of the vote. And uh, our fourth answer is other or reply answer. But I think most people would agree that those are your top three answers. I, I really, you know, look, I, I want to say, hey, uh, with all due respect to Brendan Allen and Colby Wadman, you know, th those are guys who are not going to make the major impact like the three that we listed in our poll question. So check us out on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. I got some more responses from you coming up next. Welcome back to the Broncos Blitz podcast, of course, presented by our friends over there. Well, in support, if you will, of many of our local nonprofit businesses. We've talked about Blanchard Family Wines before in the Dairy Block Activated Aisle. We've talked about our friends, of course, at the Blake Street Tavern. I mean, there are so many local businesses that we hope you support because, you know, this is a trying times right now with COVID-19 and how it has drastically changed our lives and how this is a new normal for everybody. So the hope is that, uh, you know, particularly for these local 
local businesses. We don't want them to go out of business. We want them to continue to thrive or at least make ends meet till we get past this. And look, we're all in it together. So supporting our local business is very, very important. And again, it may not be one that we list on the podcast. Or you know what? If you got a local business near you that you absolutely love and you know they're good people, shoot me a message on Twitter. We'll give them a shout out on the podcast as well too, at Ronnie K Radio. That is my Twitter handle. We've been talking about players that uh, Denver lost that they're going to miss the most. I'm going to read some of your responses. And, of course, the poll question is up on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. says, uh, man, I am going to miss Derek Wolf a lot. Love seeing him in the backfield and was, of course, a key contributor of the Super Bowl team. That from Jack Jack. Uh, you know, I agree. Uh, Derek Wolf is going to be a tough, tough player to replace Fan favorite, great in the locker room, intimidating presence. And look, a guy who was probably going to hit double-digit sacks last year had he not got the freak injury. We've seen the workouts on social media that he's posted, and certainly this is a guy that looks and appears like he still has a lot in him. So certainly somebody that I think Denver is going to miss. Uh, You know, the number that was out there 3 million guaranteed and 3 million in incentives boy that's a that's a number i think denver probably could have made and maybe there was something else there maybe just something a situation of hey it's it's time to move on find a new team and a new start for Derek wolf we'll see if that can inject some life into his career and maybe he can have another career year and and get signed to another uh bigger contract if you will as uh he is now in his 30s and look no spring chicken but certainly not somebody who is over the hill by any means at all Con McGovern, of course, going to the New York Jets, and I think this is a big loss for Denver, you know, particularly on that offensive line when it comes to grooming the young quarterback. You want to be able to have some continuity on that offensive line. Offensive lines very much work like a chain, and when you take a link out, you weaken the chain because this is uh, somebody brand new coming into that position. And while it is yet to be decided, and, and this could contribute to the weakness, we don't know how that offensive line is going to look in the interior. Look, we know that Graham Glasgow and Dalton Reisner are going to be a part of it, but who else is in that offensive line interior? Is Graham Glasgow going to play center? Is he going to play guard? We're not exactly sure yet. And so these are kind of the things that you know you start to ask yourself and say, hey, look, you got the NFL draft to figure this out, and maybe they pick up an offensive lineman, particularly maybe in the first round. You know, you could have somebody, uh, you know, fall to you, a Makai Becton or an Andrew Thomas, and maybe all of a sudden you take one of these guys and they take the left tackle position away from Garrett Bowles, and maybe you slide Bowles over to the guard position, and then maybe Glasgow plays center and Dalton Reisner the other guard. It's it, There's so much to be said that's that's still left uh, to be part, to, to, to be decided and deciphered out. I mean, they could dip into free agency. So I think there's still some time here to fill that big hole, but certainly, no doubt, this is still one of those positions that I think if you're Denver, you're still looking at with eyes emoji and you're saying, oh, boy, uh, this is still a problem and this is something to be, look, be uh, looking at at least in either free agency or the draft. Now, obviously, another position they're going to be looking at in the draft as well and potentially looking to bolster it, obviously, with the A.J. Boye trade 
a nice piece coming in at 28 years old, Boye, a former Pro Bowler, somebody who can be very effective in that secondary under Vic Fangio, that position is cornerback. And that is a position that, look, Denver's not going to be able to to grab the Jeff Akuda of the world in the NFL draft unless he was to magically slip somehow. I don't see that happening. I think he's probably destined to go in the top five. You know, the next best corner available is C.J. Henderson. And this also means that if you're Denver and you're looking to grab C.J. Henderson, you're probably skipping out on the wide receiver position and potentially that offensive line pick as well as we just discussed. This may not be the biggest need for Denver, and nor may not be the biggest talent. So I don't think it's the greatest fit at 15. Now, if you were to take your great fit or your great wide receiver or offensive lineman that slips and all of a sudden you see C.J. Henderson into the 20s, now I think you're if you're Denver, you're thinking, okay, we need to look at the idea of maybe trading back into the first round. Now, that's going to take a lot of slippage. And uh, that's my word of the day, slippage. That's going to take a lot of teams looking the other way at cornerback, and I just don't see that as a very realistic scenario. But if you want to play optimistic guy and you know start to mock things around and see where players you know uh, look elsewhere and uh, you know maybe there's a team that was expected to go defense and they look offense because they're always trying to improve the offense because maybe they got a new quarterback and maybe they're trying to put a new toy next to them. You know, there's there's so many different things that could happen in this NFL draft. But just just giving you a general idea of where guys are supposed to go. And if you're looking at that cornerback room, you know, C.J. Henderson should be available at 15, no doubt. And uh, whether he slips into the 20s, a different story. But if he were... Then all of a sudden, I think if you're Denver and you're you're seeing all these third round picks that you got, you got some picks next year, and you're saying, man, we could really use a new cornerback right now, potentially to be thrown into the fire immediately as your uh, kind of hybrid switching between you know uh, what Bryce Callahan is doing and really getting into the mix often on defense, you know, C.J. Henderson. Maybe maybe you trade back up into the first round, and that's where I think Denver needs to be with the draft. And I've said this on the podcast before is quality over quantity. I don't need to see this team spend all their third, fourth, fifth, sixth round draft picks. Use some of those and move up into the draft. And, you know, rock solid. There's a reason why C.J. Henderson is known as the second best corner in this draft. And obviously, look, they're not going to be in Jeff Akuta range. That's that's going to be unrealistic for them. But C.J. Henderson's so much more different. Glad now. Uh, certainly also uh, potentially uh, very much in play. So Denver's going to have their opportunity at some players, at some uh, positions that maybe they haven't had the opportunity to shore up as much as they'd like in the NFL draft. And, of course, on the podcast, we will stay up to date with what's going on with the Broncos, the NFL draft, as it creeps closer. It is on schedule. Uh, that's what the NFL says, that they will continue on full steam ahead, even though the COVID-19 virus has canceled much of every sporting event. Now, the NFL draft a little bit different as opposed to it being this uh, actual gathering of people obviously no fans uh, you know it's obviously going to be affected in some way shape or form with how you know prospects are and you know uh, what happens with uh, you know how the presentation is done 
But regardless, that NFL draft's still going to happen. And if you are the Denver Broncos, of course, hey, as John Elway said earlier this week to the media, all their preparation is done. They are just looking simply now to execute their uh, evaluations and what they think of these prospects. They're going to have a bunch of, uh, if you will, 30 uh, call-in conferences or 30 Zoom meetings as there won't be a 30-visit to Dove Valley, of course, because of the COVID-19. So I'll continue to be updating you on uh, what goes on with uh, the Denver Broncos and their draft selections, of course, how they go about um, you know, their business this time around. And so certainly going to be interesting with the uh, new challenge that we are all facing. And again, you know, with this platform that I like to to just point out really quick, and you know, I don't want to make this anything, you know, that isn't what the reality is. You know, sports talk's a little secondary to what's really going on in the real world. But this is a sports podcast and you expect sports. But I do want to mention stay home. Stay home, wash your hands, hand sanitizer, clean yourself at any point in time uh, to, to help against everybody. Because again, you could be somebody who is my age who maybe you don't experience the symptoms at all, even though you have it, but yet you could give it to somebody who is older than you, who gives it to somebody who is older than them, who really affects them even to the point of near death. I mean, that, that's the real reality that we are facing with this COVID-19. So my hope is that you listen to this and you, you know, maybe if you were thinking about doing that, that jog around or, or going to whatever, you know, location that may have been unnecessary travel, maybe you think twice about that and you say, you know what, I, I really didn't need to go out and buy this X thing to, to pass the time. I, I can just wait for another time or order it online and have it shipped to you or whatever may be the, may be the case to, to help, uh, well, flatten the curve. I mean, you've heard it before and, and help fight against this COVID-19 because social distancing is doing a big deal for not only Colorado, but for the world. So hopefully you uh, end up doing that and helping everybody out in staying socially distant and, uh, you know, isolating yourself, whether you have it or you don't. And you know what? Hopefully you're listening to the podcast and hopefully you like the podcast. If you do give us five stars, leave some feedback up on the many places that you can find the podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and of course, MyLifeSports.com. If you have a message, thoughts, feedback, comment, be sure to hit me up on Twitter at Ronnie K radio. That's at R O N N I E the letter K radio on Twitter. We love to use your feedback and of course, keep those votes coming on uh, Twitter at Ronnie K radio. Which Bronco will you miss the most? Derek Wolf, Chris Harris, Jr. Connor McGovern, or maybe it is option D somebody else. Well, leave a response on Twitter. So for more info on the Broncos, be sure to catch up on milehighsports.com and of course on the podcast previous archives of the podcast available at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.